Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We made it. We just heard our governor in California say that his goal is to get all kids back in person in school by the end of February. I'm seeing my first few districts actually putting plans in motion to make that happen. So I guess we can be hopeful and maybe optimistic. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) It's there's so many different angles. And so it's just like nobody's happy. Right. You know, you'll have some people that are happy with kids going back to school and then you have some people that are not happy about it. So for us, it's been a very trying year in servicing our clients in the best way that we can. And we've been very creative, and I think we've done a lot of great things, but it's been a roller coaster. So, I mean, it would be interesting to go back. And, you know, it's yeah. not like so well, we're never going to get back to it. We're yeah, not gonna, exactly. It magically be fine. It's going to bring our own set of challenges, our, a new set of hurdles, because now we're going to be in a different ballgame of having to evaluate how regressed have students and how badly did this last year impact them. We probably won't really know for a while, but right. we'll start to set that stage once we go back in person. So absolutely. We'll see, and I know? think what I appreciate about our guests today is seeing a problem and finding a solution. So that's yeah. going to be my segue, introducing Will Butler. He's the VP of Community of Be My Eyes app. And he is here to tell us just of this wonderful resource that I know will help a lot of our clients. Will, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I'm so happy that we got you on. I found out about your app through someone I follow on Instagram who had signed up and was talking about it in her stories. And she had just gone through like her first like volunteer call. And I was like listening and I was like, this is amazing. How have I not heard about this? And I immediately messaged our producer, Lauren, and I was like, we need to have him on our podcast because this is an amazing app. <laughs> Thank you. That's the incredible thing about Be My Eyes is that it has spread throughout the world entirely through word of mouth. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Word of mouth is probably the single greatest thing for any business. I mean, that's how Amanda and I uh-huh. still function very much. And a lot of attorneys, word of mouth. Yeah, it's uh, you can't really beat it. I mean, we a lot of people sink a lot of dollars into marketing, and despite yeah. all the all the tech behind it, it's people's organic reach is still the thing that makes yeah. the most difference. Yeah, Absolutely. well, especially because in some with something like this, and I'll have you tell all about what the app is in just a moment. But when you think about like how we learn about new things, you could see an ad, but until like I, I mean. I was like, she showed an example, like she went through and talked about it. And like hearing about something in more detail is a lot more empowerful than like just seeing an ad for it. So I think it was great that it was someone who was, you know, has a lot of followers. So it was amazing to see her like share because she has that platform to really get the word of mouth out to more people. So Uh, do you mind if I ask who it was? 
Uh, yeah, it was Anna Victoria. She's like a personal trainer, but she's like, I followed her because she actually got pregnant and was dealing with infertility issues the same time like I got pregnant. And so it was all about like keeping fitness as while like pregnant, even though like she has like an app and it wasn't about that to start. But I started following her because I found her just looking for pregnancy workouts. And so she's got like a huge following. And so I really appreciated that she was showcasing something other than just uh, fitness stuff. Yeah, it's already a little off topic. But anybody for anyone who's marketing or selling any service, you know, even the big companies are using video that look like personal absolutely right random people yep. in their targeted ads now mm-hmm. like better help mm-hmm. like they're using these like ads from micro influencers absolutely are just like having a normal conversation the high production value commercials don't really work on new generation people it doesn't and i think that and we love to get off topic on this podcast but we usually try to we usually bring it back but i think that's something interesting and it's definitely something especially since covid that i think has really come to the forefront and helped you know amanda and i kind of navigate like this new sphere because we would go to networking events all the time and we didn't really have other lawyers refer to us like every now and again like people that we went to law school with because they know us right it's always easier to refer a friend especially in an area of the law that's so just specialized. But a lot of it was word of mouth. And I know Amanda said that she would have you kind of talk about Be My Eyes. So why don't you break it down for our listeners about this app? Yeah. So the idea behind Be My Eyes is super simple. Basically, our founder, our inventor, we had two founders, but the guy who came up with the idea was a blind guy in Denmark named Hans. What was he doing? I think he was mostly restoring furniture, chairs and whatnot. But he had a degenerative eye condition, mm-hmm. and he started kind of volunteering with the blind community and getting to know the community. And it was right around the time where FaceTime and Skype were becoming available on the cellular networks, not just on Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. So you could FaceTime anywhere, right? And he realized that he could use his FaceTime or his camera on his phone sort of as his eyes, and the person he called could see for him, right? Mm-hmm and read whatever he was trying to read, identify whatever he was trying to look at. And that worked really well, but he realized this is going to get old really quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, all the same family members or friends over and over. But he thought, you know, every time I go outside, there's all these people, random strangers who want to help me, you know, cross the street or whatever mm-hmm. people try to do. He said, wouldn't it be better if they could help me when I actually need help, you know, when no one else is around? So he came up with the idea of a volunteer network that would support through video. And Be My Eyes launched in January of 2015. We're about to celebrate, or we just celebrated our sixth birthday. Oh, wow. Wow. And we had no idea whether or not it was going to work, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. This idea of like volunteer to see for a blind person. Mm-hmm. And overnight, we had 10,000 volunteers. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. With, with no marketing just kind of like a small press release. And of course, the Danish guys who started it were totally floored. And (laughs) we had to work pretty quickly to get translated into different languages for the user interface because we were spreading across dozens of countries, you know, day day by day. Yeah. And fast forward six years later, we have 4.5 million volunteers uh, supporting about 300,000 blind and low vision people in 185 languages. 185. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. 
Yeah, it's pretty so remarkable. Can you walk us through, like, someone wanted to volunteer. What would, like, a typical volunteer opportunity be? Because I, I, the one I heard about was, like, I mean, it probably took her five seconds. Yeah. It, most calls are, on average, like, two to three minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Some of them are 30 seconds long, and some of them have gone on two and a half hours. But basically, it's super simple. You just you download the app from the App Store, Be My Eyes, Android or iOS. You put in your email address and your name, and then we put you into a queue. And there's this algorithm that we have that's kind of like an availability algorithm. Okay. And based on your time zone and what language you speak, you're going to get a call sometime during the day from a blind or visually impaired person who needs help. And you have no idea in advance what it's going to be about. You just you click accept, and you're connected via video. So you're looking at the blind person's backward-facing camera, and you're hearing their voice, and they're hearing your voice, but you're not sending any video. You're just describing whatever they're looking at. Oh, okay. And it's totally anonymous, and that's sort of, I can talk more about that, but that's sort of an important aspect of it, and you have no idea where the person is or anything. And then they might ask you, can you help me read this label on the bag of chips? What is this tomatoes or coconut milk in this can? You know, something simple like that, really. And you just, they point their camera at whatever it is and you tell them what you see. It's as simple as that. So it can be very quick. Yeah. Or it can be something more important, like, can you tell me what this home pregnancy test says? Right. <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, you have the interaction. You know, usually the users chit chat a little bit. Of course. Hey, nice to meet you. Where are you? Oh, I'm in mm-hmm. I'm in California. Where are you? I'm in New Zealand. Oh my goodness! What time is it over there? <laughs> oh, very cool. And then and then that's it. You yeah. Know? Thank you very much for your help. All right. Take care. So, like the time commitment for someone who thinks I really would love to volunteer and give back, but I don't have that much time is so minimal, right? It's accessible for everybody. Yeah, I like to say a low volume, high value. Mm. Yeah. You're lucky actually if you can get a call because in order to make it faster answer time, less wait time for the blind users. Kind of like Uber or Lyft, we ping about 20 volunteers at at a time. Mm. And they are basically racing each other to answer your call. Oh, wow. So, like, when you're getting a notification from Be My Eyes, so are 19 other people. That's why a lot of people get frustrated because they'll swipe the notification to answer. And even though they did it in four seconds, they'll they'll say, someone else got the call first. (laughs) <laughs> that's really uh, funny that's kind of a game yeah in some ways but yeah it's very low time commitment and then other people like really engage with it it's, it's totally right. up to the volunteer it's like what you put into it right and i mean i do that sometimes when i was calling up t-mobile the other day and i, I don't even know how i got into a chit chat with this woman but we just had a very it was like a five minute conversation we were laughing we were you know and then it was like all right have a great day, you know, and then we were on our way. So I could imagine this is the same thing. You know, if the person that needs the help just really just needs the help in that moment, you know, they can just get it and then be done. But if there's a that organic moment of connection just with a stranger that you're trying to help, especially in these COVID times, I'm sure that, yeah, it could be a f- couple more minutes, right? And then you guys are on your way I with mean, the rest of your day. We've heard stories about People describing entire basketball games for the mother of a player. Oh, yeah. We've heard stories about someone checking their wedding dress before they walk down the aisle. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've heard, and then the pregnancy, home pregnancy test is a real example. This was a trend we were noticing. Pregnancy, home pregnancy and fertility tests 
aren't accessible to blind or low vision people. They have never been. It's a total mm. market. And so we partnered with the biggest manufacturer of home pregnancy and fertility tests, Clear Blue. And we actually route BMI. We gave them a profile in the app so that they can answer calls as well. So well, that's is, great. This is like kind of the next part of what we do, which is we, we allow specialized help. So companies, anyone from Microsoft to ClearBlue to, you know, Tide can have a profile in the app and hook in their customer support agents with the Be My Eyes software so that uh, if folks have a specific question about a specific product or service, they can call the experts. The level of inclusivity with such and it may seem like a simple idea. Like I love when something new is like invented or an influencer does something on Instagram. And I'm like, I could have thought of that, right? But to be able to have it implemented and then just be able to open up a new realm. You know, Amanda and I started this podcast to, to start the conversation. And it was merely the conversations that, you know, her and I are having about inclusivity, about understanding, about empathy, not just acceptance of people with disabilities or unique needs. And you just describing, you know, getting that, like making it easy, easier for these companies. These companies could have done it, but they didn't, right? But for you to be able to connect it is a wonderful it's super interesting because, again, these guys are Danish, right? My, or my partners, they're yeah. Danish. And the Danes, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a piece of Danish furniture or, you know, bed or a table or a chair. It's incredibly simple. Yeah. Um, like very elegant and simple. And they like to say it's tough to get to simple. Yes. It's actually deceptively difficult to design something that is simple and useful. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about... You know, inclusivity, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about who we make this app for. Mm. And we started out because the founder was blind, thinking this is a service for blind people. But visual support is many, many folks could benefit from this. And we're redesigning some of the aspects of the app. Just this morning, we were all kind of playing these roles of characters who might be using the app, our design team. Because it's not just blind people. It's someone yeah. who's 65 who's, you know, reading up close, reading, you know, reading glasses aren't working very well anymore. Right. It's yeah. someone who has a degenerative condition who isn't blind yet, but their acuity is good and their central vision. But if they drop a pill on the floor, they don't have the peripheral vision to search. Yeah. Through. It's someone who is colorblind and has great vision, but can't get the, can't figure out the CAPTCHA on their computer because they don't have the color vision. It's someone who's dyslexic, who, you know, has an episode where they're looking at something and it's just too difficult to decipher. Mm-hmm. These are all like, I used to work in the nonprofit space and we would really struggle to come up with the right numbers to talk about how many blind people are there in this right. world or in the right. state or in this county, you know, and I'm sure in your field, you need to have these stats, mm-hmm. right, about inclusivity. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is like, by the most generous measures, 30% of the world has a visual impairment. And I think that might even be conservative because like, you know, your vision changing is something that happens to everybody if they live long enough. Exactly that. We had somebody and I'm so awful with names. She was a professor at a university and was talking about ableism and how everybody, pretty much everybody will experience a disability of some sorts. 
in their life. It may not be the extreme of the labeling that we see from our clients of intellectual disability, but, you know, if you break your ankle, right, and you're in a cast or, you know, whatever, and I think that for Amanda and I, a lot of the accommodations or requests that we make for students would be beneficial for all students. And I think that's really what you were kind of hitting the nail on the head with, kind of describing, you know, how this helps everyone, (laughs) you know, and anybody that needs the help. And that aligns so well with what Amanda and I do every day with our clients. Yeah, one of the biggest problems with that term disability Mm -hmm. is an incredibly useful term as an identity for those of us who are proud of that identity. Mm -hmm. But most of the people in the world who have disabilities do not identify as disabled. Yes. And that's it. And when it comes to getting inclusion and accessibility and making progress in this field, that's a huge issue. So we do need to change the conversation about like, who are we including? We're not just including some fringe, unfortunate population, we're including everybody. And so with the new kind of level of support from, you know, different brands and and things like that, and just the word of mouth, are have you seen, you know, since COVID kind of an, an explosion of more volunteers or more people needing help? Or have you guys just been on the same kind of trajectory that you were like pre-COVID times? Well, the community is definitely growing. Excellent. It, we've added a few dozen companies in 2020 on the, the you know, the, the companies also include nonprofits and other institutions. So, we have most of the major blindness organizations are providing specialized help. And at the end of 2020, we also released our newest kind of third software feature, which is Be My Eyes for Work, which also includes educational institutions. So universities can create not just a public support network on Be My Eyes, but also a private support network. So as a fee, you know, as a perk for their students. Wow. Um, membership organizations, you know, if you had, if you're a tutoring organization, you can create a private Be My Eyes network where students can call a group of volunteers that you designate, right, to help them see. So that's been spreading all around, and that's been a huge aspect of it. On the volunteer side, there's, I mean, everybody's looking for virtual volunteering opportunities now. We had, yeah. between March and November, we had a million volunteers sign up for I, the app. I believe it. Wow. And corporations are looking for virtual volunteering opportunities. And we just keep getting a steady stream of new blind users, which is really interesting because it's really, really hard to build community in the blind community because we're so isolated from one another. Um, but now at about 275,000, we're by far the biggest blind community in the world. So, And, I, you know, for me, I think during this time of COVID, something that helps you get out of your own head is helping somebody else. And your platform has not only given people that opportunity, it's helped so many people along the way in so many different in, in so many different ways, right? Those people that, you know, wanted to kind of get out of their own heads and were able to volunteer the, you know, the burst of 1 million volunteers between, you know, March and December, and then all the people that needed that help. And just, I'm sure the creation of just connection, like you were saying, all the different, you know, revealing pregnancy tests and basketball games and what, like that, you know, I don't even know that the inventors had even comprehended that it, it would reach 
reach so many different and touch so many different lives. And we're just so floored with it. And to be able to have you on this podcast and talk about it. So for our listeners who maybe are looking for volunteer opportunities and can just get on their phone right now and download the app since there's an Android and iOS version, which is amazing. I've already found it. It's very simple. (laughs) Yeah. And I downloaded it and it's like the the user, it's so user-friendly. Like you were talking about it being just simple. It is. There's no, it's not confusing. Like, oh, do I need to go and set all these notifications? It's already all set up. It's like so easy, user-friendly, which I appreciate because we deal with so many apps now and now having a new baby, I have like 15 million apps for him. And I'm like, I just need it simple. (laughs) Our blind users actually, they can, they don't even have to open the app. They can just tell Siri to, you know, call volunteer on Be My Eyes. Oh, that's so user-friendly, Ben. Like instantly. I think our, one of the biggest challenges for the past six years was Mm -hmm. our, you know, connection times. Mm. And, you know, we're connecting, we're trying to, get you connected to a random person who has no idea that you're about to call and we're trying to get you connected as fast as possible. So early, early on, it was harder to get those connection times good. But I think as of this time last year, our average call was connected in under 30 seconds. And that is like for every language, that's an average of every language in every time zone, 24 hours a day. And in English, it's now like in the single digits of connection time. So that's incredible. You can get someone in, you know, seven seconds or something like that. And I mean, it just goes to show, I mean, 30 seconds, really, I understand, like, technically speaking, like, oh, gosh, we, you know, we can get it down. But being able to have somebody in your native language help you and have to wait 30 seconds is pretty damn good. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I think perfect. we're always striving, but I would definitely pat you guys on the back because that's incredible and you know to be able to like I said at the be- at the top of the pod you know see an issue and be able to thoughtfully and as you had put it so eloquently just in a very simple matter which is very difficult to do it's beyond and like that's we're so grateful for you for the inventors and thank you for taking the time to come on and explain to our listeners and I hope you guys all Download the app. Like he said, it's not going to take your whole day. It could take, you know, just seconds, <laughs> really, uh, after you're connected. One, and- of my, one of my favorite stories from the app, which give, will give you a sense of the experience people have, is so there was this blind gentleman who was home alone. They lived alone. And he heard a strange noise in his backyard. And so he thought, oh, I'll call Be My Eyes and see if they can figure it out, help me figure it out. So he calls Be My Eyes. A volunteer picks up. And he says, hey, I hear a noise in my backyard, and I don't know what it is. I'm going to point my camera out the window. Can you tell me what it is? Yeah. And the volunteer says, yeah, sure. And he's looking out the window, and he says, you know, I don't see anything. I just, it looks pretty normal, just your dog. And the guy says, I don't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy goes, well, there's definitely a dog in the backyard. Yeah. And then the blind guy says, well, okay, does he look friendly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, he looks pretty friendly. He's, he's wagging his tail, he's laying on his back. And so he goes, okay, well, let's, maybe we can go outside. And so they together, they go outside, and they approach the dog. And the dog's friendly, and the guy points the camera, uses the eyes to the volunteer, helps him read the tag on the collar. And so the blind guy was able to return the dog to its owner. Wow. Um, yeah. Because this volunteer was there to yeah. read the tag, which is... You know, the tag on a dog label 
never would be accessible. <laughs> right. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing and all the stories that you really did share. And I'm sure that you guys kind of are able to talk to some of the volunteers and get that information. And it just sounds like I said, just such a wonderful opportunity for an everyday person to be able to help somebody in need. And I think we could all use that, especially in 2021. So thank you, Will, for coming onto our podcast. Is there anything else that you would want to direct people to? I know you guys have a website, but everything really is within the app that you can kind of get more information. But is there somewhere else that people should be following you or talking or I guess reaching out to for the Be My Eyes app? Uh, no, I mean, I think our big call to action really is if you work at a company that, that wants to support the blind community in a greater way, like yeah. partnering with us is the way to do it because we are the biggest blind community in the world. And it's those partnerships that keep the app free and unlimited for all the other four and a half million people who use it. So if you work Agreed. at a company, you can email us at solutions at bmaz.com. And, you know, we work with everything from pharmacies to tech companies to Procter & Gamble. So we work companies of all sizes. Incredible. Agreed. Please reach out to Will. <laughs> if you if you work for a company, do it. Thank you yeah, so much, yeah. Will, for your time. We really appreciate it. We hope you listeners enjoyed this conversation. I know we did. And look out for our next podcast that will drop next Tuesday. Talk to you awesome. then. Thanks, Amanda. Bye. Thanks, Will. Bye-bye. Thank you.